Hello, I am Naomi Parfit, and this is the brand new Creative People podcast. Throughout this season, I'm going to be having honest conversations with people from the creative industry, hopefully to gain some insight into their profession, to talk about recent works, and to help inspire others to join the creative industry. Now, my first guest is Tetiana Denford. She's been working in the writing and editing world for over 20 years now, writing freelance for Elle and Vogue. Her recent novel, Motherland, rated number one in Amazon New Releases, and she's just released a new book in prose called Conversation with Grief. How's your day been? It's all right, just busy, busy, busy. always busy. Oh, yeah. that's good. <laughs> and congratulations on your new, well, it's kind of newish book. Came out Thank you. Yes. So, um, yep, that's my first book in this series that I'm doing, the conversation books. So, yeah. Um, and then second book is coming out end of summer in the series. And then looking forward third, to that. I know. And third at the end of the year, hopefully. So oh, that's wonderful. What's the second yeah. book going to be? Called? Second book is going to be Conversation with Motherhood. Oh, wow. That's yeah. Because your novel is Motherhood. No, no. Motherland. Motherland. Yep. Yeah. Um, so it was, it's been actually, it's finished already, but, um, I'm not going to have it come out yet because I'm still promoting grief. So, yeah. 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 Of course. How has that been writing? It must've been a roller coaster or something. It it was. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt, I think I needed it, but it turns out that a lot of people need that book for some reason now. And I, well, I mean, you know, coming off of the back of a pandemic, I yeah. think people have been really struggling to vocalize how they feel. So I think it's been really helpful. It helped me uh, to kind yeah, of make, no. sense, make sense. So, yeah. Definitely, because like a lot of us ex- is experience grief and loss through the pandemic, especially. So that's always something that you can relate to as yeah. well. Yeah, definitely. When I was reading your poems... There's something about poetry which is just like quite raw emotion. You can always yeah. you can always relate to it, and everybody reads it in like different ways as well. So that I don't know. That's why I find poetry really interesting. How's that for you as well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and also I think with poetry, it's more um, instant. I guess the writing process. Yeah. So you know, with um, you know, with novels, you have to kind of plan it out and, and plot it out and stuff. But with poetry, it's really interesting. I mean, you can't just kind of write whatever, but <laughs> you kind of you kind of sit and you capture a moment and then that moment will connect to somebody. And that's I think that's the that's the very unique magic of poetry compared to yeah. other more maybe more traditional forms of writing. Yeah. What sparks like this, this book, this this trilogy? Um, I wasn't really planning on it. It was a really strange thing. It happened as a result of my grandmother dying. And uh, I was thinking maybe I should write a sequel to Motherland. Um, But then for some reason, I just kept writing all these little small pieces. And it was much easier for me to write at the time because I was so distracted. I was grieving and I I was kind of dealing with a lot and I thought that those little snack sized bits of writing all kind of came together in one theme I was like hang on a minute I'm writing as if I'm talking I'm writing as if I'm talking to somebody and I thought 
oh, wait a minute, I'm, I'm talking to my grief. I am talking about grief. I'm talking about living with this thing. Um, and then I thought, well, there are very universal themes that I write about every once in a while. And one of them is motherhood. And the other one is just love, self-love, you know. Um, and then uh, I was thinking, why not just put out like handbag-sized portable things that people can take with them kind of like a friend or something yeah. that they can find comfort in and it just all kind of came together in my head but Aww. i definitely didn't i definitely didn't plan it <laughs> yeah no i think that's the best thing with poetry when it's just like yeah. just spontaneous like that that's probably the best most meaningful one because it comes like straight from the heart so yeah. and then that's even more relatable to read and yeah it's, it's just more emotional and yeah more and, and it's yeah. I think it's I think it's easier also for for people nowadays when they don't want necessarily when they don't crave a heavy big book. Yeah. I think it's it's nice to be able to kind of dip into and out of something and just be effective exactly. maybe for a few minutes and then you carry that on through the rest of your day rather than feeling like you necessarily have to finish a book because you started it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially with poetry you just can read just like a little chunk and that can be it for the day. Or you yeah. can keep reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's just all over the place. Especially, yeah, I love the I love the art. The cover art is beautiful. Thank you. It's absolutely gorgeous. You need to make that into t-shirts. And stuff. You know it. what? S somebody actually, bless her heart, um, she runs a business in the UK, and uh, her name is Kato, and she runs a company called Syrup and Salt, and she makes clothes, and she sent me. Oh. A jump, a jumper with that line drawing on it. It's so oh, beautiful. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely get something like that. It's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. And have you decided for the second and third one as well? Will it be similar kind of? Yes. So um, those covers are already done. Um, nice. I love all. I love all the covers, but my my particular favorite, I think, out of all of them, is the the last or the third one oh, um, about about love um and they they are all very kind of unique i have my my cover designer amir like he just hears what i want and he takes my sketches and he's like okay he makes sense of them and yeah. he made he made them all these just beautiful representations of one line one thread that connects us you know oh, and that's so and nice. And the, the cover colors are very, like, not obvious. So you would think that love would be a red cover, but it's not at all. And oh, wow. it's just, yeah, and it's it's beautiful. I'm really proud of them. But also with, with self-publishing in particular, yeah. you know, that's one of the things that I say to people when they ask me about self-publishing. I was like, if you want your book to sit alongside other books, you really have to do the cover justice. And if you can even crowdfund the cost that it takes to have somebody help design a cover for you, then you have no other cost, basically, yeah. you know, because self-publishing now, you can just do it for free with different exactly. platforms. Amazon is like very easy. Yeah, and it's it's really useful. But um, the one thing that I think you should kind of save up and spend money on, the one thing is the cover. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the first thing you see. That's the first thing you pick up. Like I know people say cover is not the book, but you know it does actually entice Absolutely. you to read read the book. So yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely important. How's the self publishing been? Like I know a lot of people find it quite difficult or not so difficult. It it depends really, doesn't it? 
It's definitely a more than part-time job. I mean, if you're going to, or at least, you know, I think with self-publishing, if you're going to go down that route, I think it's really rewarding. You have a lot of control. You manage to make a little bit more money than somebody who needs to um, earn out their advance. With, with traditional publishing, you have an agent and that's great. And they get you on book tours and they get you, you know, appearances and they get, um, they, they open doors for you in different ways. But I think with self-publishing, the empowering thing is that if you want to get your book on a shelf, you can absolutely do that. You can yeah. make yourself, you can make yourself an author. The, you don't have to necessarily approach the gatekeepers of the industry. I mean, they <laughs> have a job, they have a job to do. And there are so many amazing writers out there that are still unheard of because the industry is very fickle. So they run it like a business because they have to. Yeah. With self with self publishing, I think, you know, I do encourage people to try that route, um, but it is tedious. It you are your own cheerleader. You are researching how to do certain things, how to format your book to industry standards. How yeah. like you you have to be your own editor, your own proofreader. It will <laughs> some it will sometimes drive you crazy, but yeah, you have to do everything. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's exhausting, but it's just like I said, it's rewarding in a lot of ways, I think, yeah. you know, and it, it helps you rem remind yourself that it's not the awards and the industry acceptance necessarily, like that makes you valid as a writer. If you're writing and you want to get your book out there, you can do it yourself. And that reminds you that the work is the most important thing. Exactly. You know? Yeah. That is, it's easy now. Well, I say easy. It's easier to promote yourself. There's so many like social media platforms yeah. and you can really put your work out there. I mean, how's been like marketing been for you? <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, it's tricky because yeah. it's like a constant process. You cannot take your foot off the gas because you do not have a team of people doing it for you. Every single day you have to show up. Every single day you have to deliver. And like there's there's an amazing guy. He's very business orientated, but his name is Seth Godin. And I swear by some of his um, mantras. And he says every day you have to ship, which means yeah. no matter what it is, just be consistent with the stuff that you deliver, you know? So if, if yeah. you have said to people that you are going to, put out a piece every other day or once a week on a specific day, do it every single time you promised yourself you would. And then over time, people come to expect a consistency from your work and they come to realize that, especially on social media, if you are consistent with what you do, people then visit you and seek what you do, not like, oh, she, we don't know what she does. Does she write? Yeah. Does she... Does she sh like do lipstick collaborations? Does she show off outfits? Like, you know, it's so important now in the digital age for people to understand what, what do you actually do? You know, yeah. so what is the message here? So I am a writer, I'm a novelist and I'm a poet. That's it. That's, that's what I do. It's who I am. It's what I love to do. And I think especially with self-publishing, that is a way to market yourself that's a way to have a this is going to sound really boring but that's that's how to have a brand identity yeah no you know? that's true no how, how's it all been though with like pandemic how's that affected 
your writing as well, maybe? I think um, for a while in the beginning when the pandemic happened, I think I, like everybody else, I think my creativity was at an all-time low because we were all dealing with a world that we didn't understand. Yeah. And I think I kind of veered off into just letting my brain just do whatever it wanted to do. And also at, when the pandemic happened, it was at that point that my grandmother had died. And oh, I was yeah. I was trying to promote motherland and, um, you know, what's what's interesting is that because I had that distraction and I didn't kind of um, push myself into writing immediately, I just kind of let the creativity come out the way it was going to come out, which yeah. was really helpful in a way. And also I'm very lucky because, again, with self-publishing, I don't have a team of people, you know, giving me deadlines mm. and bre breathing down my neck going, come on, like, when's the next one going to come out? Yeah. Um, so I just, I gave myself a little bit of space, which was very helpful. Um, and then eventually it all started coming back, but I didn't kind of, I didn't force it. And I remember at the beginning of lockdown and all the kind of craziness, a lot of people were joking saying, well, you know, Shakespeare wrote or whoever it was, I think they were kind of like using examples of famous men in exile who were writing these amazing pieces of literature and so many women in particular were going yeah they didn't have kids and they didn't yeah, have exactly. like yeah, all these responsibilities of nowadays <laughs> you know i have i have three kids and a dog i need to <laughs> figure out how to run my life too exactly. um, so i just i just tried to carve out a little bit of space for myself without any pressure and i think i i'm very lucky that i was able to do that um, because I have a, a, a great husband who says, listen, you know, this is important. Do you need to find out your rhythm and find what you need to do? So, um, you know, I, I try to make myself not feel guilty if I didn't write every single day in the beginning yeah. of the pan pandemic, because again, you know, you're living through something completely unprecedented and, you know, it's just helpful to kind of give yourself a break. We all need to give ourselves a break, you know? Yeah, definitely. Read a book. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. And then more, and what do people turn to in times of crisis or confusion? They turn to the arts. They turn exactly. to reading and listening to music or they, you know, look at, paintings or go to virtual museums at the life. time. <laughs> well, exactly. So all of that is so important that I think, you know, at, towards the middle of last year, people started picking up more books and discovering new things. And that was when I think it was, oh God, there was an author where that realized that her suddenly her books were selling again. And she's like, what's happening? I wrote it like four years ago, but suddenly people were rediscovering things or, you know, just by word of mouth or TikTok was having this book talk, whereas, yeah. you know, these two girls were promoting books. So, you know, the arts were being promoted in a completely unique way. And I think it just kind of started energizing people again about the fact that that's what we turn to when when we need to kind of get our brains to just stop doom scrolling exactly. the news. Yeah, no, when, whenever I need to take a break, I'm like, I'm going to go and paint or I'm going to read a book or I'll play yeah. some music. That's literally what I turn to. It's, it's a very um, comfortable place to be in the yeah. arts. I think it's just you can just let your brain 
relax and enjoy whatever yeah. whatever you like. But yeah, just one last question. What advice sure. would you give to aspiring writers, to young writers? I would say that um, right now the world has an appetite for all writers, in particular younger writers, younger voices, own voices, marginalized voices. And I think I would say not to compare yourself to anything that the industry says is good or bad or anybody who's getting awards and you know, publicity, because what matters most is that you write for yourself, not for the industry, not for anybody else. You have to write because you believe in it. You have a passion for it. You love it. And that will come out in your work, you know, and you can't wait for somebody else to validate who you are as a writer and what your work means. If you are writing something, you are a writer. You yeah. can ab- you can absolutely make yourself an author if you decide to self-publish. You know, you just have to believe in yourself and your art. That's the most important thing. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Creative People podcast with your host, me, Naomi Parfit. You can check out Tetiana's writing at www.tetianadenford.com and give her a follow on Instagram and Twitter at Tetiana Writes. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe.